Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to Rosecast, the number one Bachelor Recap podcast, hosted by a male interracial best friend duo. Uh, AB, first question is: When do you when do you watch these? When do you have when do you watch the goat episodes? Um, usually, I watch like half at night and then half the next uh, morning. Okay, because you text me early, and I'm like, "Have you been up watching this since six in the morning?" Because I know you don't watch <laughs> them live. No, no, no. It depends. It depends. Okay. That was just for me. That was just my knowledge. I could have asked you that <laughs> off. That would have been fine. Uh, that was the last one. Juan Pablo's. The legendary. And I don't say it's that lightly. End on. The legendary Juan Pablo. What did you think of the episode? And does it make your test? Does it make you want to watch the full season? Yes. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing the season. I'm interested to hear what you thought of the season. I assumed you watched. I did. Um, I highly recommend watching it. I really do. It was a really, it was a fascinating season to watch. It seems like there's a lot of stuff going on there. Yeah. And I think this GOAT episode was an accurate representation of the main storylines. You know how a lot of times they'll just like leave a bunch of stuff out or like have Mm -hmm. the context be totally, this was, this was pretty accurate. And this season had th- my favorite Bachelor cast member of all time. I'm dead serious. <laughs> really? Stick around and find out who that is. It's obvious to anyone who... That's seen it? Watch the season. Yes. <laughs> anyway, any questions, anything else, any comments for you we dive in? Yeah, before we start, is just a simple question, Rem. Is Juan Pablo a good guy? Wow, what a great question. After watching. It was very interesting because I spent the first eight episodes being like what's the big what's (laughs) What's the the big deal deal? why does everyone hate this guy so much i expected a lot more it's okays yeah sprinkled throughout the season i it was clear that he wasn't you know he was a bad bachelor he wasn't making any real connections but he wasn't like a horrible person yeah 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 for most of the season and then the wheels, the wheels fell yeah. off, okay? <laughs> and I thought, oh, maybe he just, maybe they just portrayed him, you know, I gave the guy the benefit, English is the second language, I gave him the benefit of the doubt at every yeah. turn. 
<laughs> and then I watch After the Final Rose, and I'm like, all right, he's actually just a bad. Okay. That's what I thought. I even did. I When did it turn then? Because I, I mean, I watching the goat seasons, the first half of it, I'm like, okay, this guy seems it's fine. fine. Seems fine. There's some issues uh, communicating. Was it, Maybe we should just get in and we'll no, touch no, on I'll this answer, later. I'll answer right now. I'll answer. Was he... It, the communication thing seemed like a bigger deal than I thought it would. They didn't seem like they could truly understand each other. Most of the people in Juan Pablo. Was that so, your takeaway? No, because no? there was like probably three or four times, for example, where literally he didn't know what a word meant. There was like three or four times yeah. th- for the whole season. They showed all those times. Okay. <laughs> okay. They they made it the full season of Juan Pablo. He was not... It was not that confusing. The communication was not that. So you're saying this drastic? Is, it was yeah. played up a little bit, a little Sammy Sosa. Episode, it was can't Sammy speak Sosa. English absolutely. Once you're in trouble, <laughs> yes. And okay. I'll tell you what, he acted like that at after the final rose. He's like, that's "Listen, what I, I didn't know. What do you want me to do?" That's what it reminded me of. I didn't know if there was throughout the season it was actually an issue. Not that big of an issue. Okay. He had great. He listen. For a guy who didn't learn it until he was adult, he was fabulous, fabulous English speaker. Better than me, as you can tell. But I think, to answer your question when it turned, it turned the morning after Andy's okay. overnight date. That's when it, it became a different show. It was like... That's when it, on the goat, it seemed like it yeah. really turned then, too. Yeah. And I didn't... I knew about that. I did not know until I watched the season what happened with Claire. And that's when I took my breath I didn't know away. that either. I didn't know that either. Yeah. Anyway, all right, let's get into Let's it. Let's dive right in. Juan Pablo from Venezuela, the first Latino lead of The Bachelor. He has a daughter, okay? Sexy single dad, as Chris Harrison described him. Former professional soccer player. No lies there. No lies. I'm not making anything up. <laughs> None of those are lies. He's a sexy now single Miami. bachelor, yeah. period. Yeah. I did not realize he was on Desiree's season of The Bachelorette when I started. I thought they just plucked him. Um, so it made a little I, sense why he was the lead, but not still not a lot. It sounds like he didn't make it all that far from what I no. I did a quick little search on him because I didn't know if he was on another season either, but it didn't sound like he made it very far. Which probably contributed to why everyone loved him and they chose him to be the lead because they didn't realize yeah. <laughs> he was just this <laughs> kind of a- side character, you know? Yeah. Night one. What do you got on night one, AB? I, I'll, I'll run through it. I got a couple notes, but. Cassandra intro. They had a couple mothers in the cast. Cassandra, Renee, Claire shows up with the with the 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 belly, the pregnant belly, the baby bump. Yep. I'm surprised they showed that. I'll put it that way. The, that's not something you'd get yeah. killed on the internet for that these days. You really <laughs> you don't would. Make, yeah, I didn't. It, surprised they showed it. Yeah, yeah, but it's clear it they had to. <laughs> I don't know. To. I'm still surprised they showed it. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, no, it's, it was fine. First night seemed pretty normal to me. It was a normal night. There were a couple kind of warning signs that I didn't notice that in retrospect. Juan Pablo warning signs? Juan Pablo warning signs. Here's one. This woman, it wasn't on the go. This woman named Elise told him that her mom passed away and his reaction was like, I... Like, how do you react when your oldest daughter's like, oh, I tore a page in my coloring book. You're like, oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Buzz off. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. <laughs> you'll be fine. But she's like, no, my mother passed away. And he the just... lack of empathy sounds like it was a 
something that was known amongst the girls that they would share these big secrets or not just secrets, but big information regarding their life. And he wouldn't seem to care for the most part. He was receptive, but the main thing was he wasn't, he didn't reciprocate, you know, they didn't know much about him and he didn't care to find out more. He'd just be like, Oh, you know, that's too bad. Patch on the, yeah, great story. That's fine. I'll listen. Um, (laughs) A couple other things. Early impressions. He was great in large groups, AB. Here's the Juan Pablo apologist segment. Great in large groups. Very charismatic. When he's talking about his daughter or parenthood, comes off. That's when he's, I think, at his best, his most sympathetic. Usually, he's a single dad, but he ends up as the biggest villain in this series. Like, what he did overshadows usually the, the single parents. They can do no wrong in this series, well, Jason, but Jason Mesnick, the two, the two single dads they've had as leads are actually <laughs> that's terrible. True. That's true. I think he opened up a little, a little bit early on, but after a while, that he just hit a wall, and there no relationships progressed into engagement zone, in my opinion. Camilla was his daughter's name, right? Was Camilla she a was part of the show name. at all? Yes, she met someone before hometowns, and then she was mm-hmm. a part of the. The final two meeting with his whole family. Okay. Interestingly, he did not kiss many women, especially early on. He's like, I don't want my daughter to see me making out with a bunch of different people. It's hard to explain. Hmm. This wasn't a consistent. He wasn't consistent. He made out with some people early and often. And then others, (laughs) he was like, oh, my daughter can't do it. Sorry. So it's, it's an interesting card that he pulled. You know, and he was a comforting. There was a few times when people would be scared to do like bungee jumping. So I mean, he was a comforting guy. And lastly, this is what kind of got me on Juan Pablo's side early. There was Juan several Pablo apology tour yeah, from Rim here. I'm telling you, the first seven or eight episodes, I'm like, I don't get it. He's he's bad, but not that. He's not a you know a terrible person. There were several occasions after rose ceremonies where he'd cry, like he gives the final rose out. The person walks by, and then he's he's a puddle of tears because he has to say goodbye. Wow. I'm like, wow, this guy is hard. In retrospect, it was probably like, you know, I don't get to take her to the fantasy suite. That's probably what the real <laughs> tears were about <laughs> in retrospect. <laughs> um, okay. That's all I got on the early part. Do you have anything on the Claire segment, AB, her intro background? Heartbreaking story. I didn't, I probably have heard that story at some point. I imagine I've seen a couple things with her on it. So I imagine I've heard that, but I didn't remember it. Uh, her dad had brain cancer. Um, sad stuff for him. She, the story about how she asked her dad if he was going to die. Oof. And he's like, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's heartbreaking stuff that I'm sure a bunch of people can relate to. Yeah. He made a DVD for her future husband to watch. That's dope. Uh, if I don't want to get morbid, but if something like that happens to me, make sure I make an awesome DVD to give out or in that situation. Yes. Or MP- Are you telling me to make sure you do it? Because I'm sure going to tell that. you to put yeah. it on DVD. It's 2020. Um, she had the first one-on-one date with Juan Pablo. First date of the season. Okay. He blindfolded her, and I got to tell you, there was no reason for that. I don't know why. He, it's not like she could figure out where they were going. You know, was, <laughs> yeah. number one, it was nighttime. Unnecessary, <laughs> unnecessary yeah. uh, drive. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just wait till you're like around the corner and then blindfold her and then get her out of the car. Unnecessary her, drive. You know, park in the parking lot, blindfold her, then walk her to the 
Winter yeah, Wonderland, the beautiful Winter Wonderland date. It's too kidnappy otherwise when it you're was putting her in the car. Yeah, yeah. too much. And one example, everyone was so blinded by the accent, I think, that everything he did, even the bad things he did, all the contestants were like, wow. (laughs) And so he he blindfolded her in front of everybody, and they're like, wow, I would love to be blindfolded. I'm like, what are you talking about? (laughs) He's kidnapped her. (laughs) There was one time where somebody got way too, I'll talk about this at the end, but somebody got way too drunk on a group date, and he was like, all right, well, I'm going to head out, like, make sure she gets home safe. (laughs) He didn't go, like, (laughs) resolve it, and they were like, wow, that was so noble. How he handled that. (laughs) Yeah, Juan Pablo really nailed that. I'm like, I don't know. Anyway, the Winter Wonderland date was a great date, AB. Great date. It was that a lifetime seemed like movie. an all-time date. It was uh, awesome. Now, here's the thing, though, Rim. It, it It's only going to work with specific people, okay? You bring Midwest Rim and AB to a Winter Wonderland date, it's like, okay. Yeah, that's awesome. Sledding? No, that's shit we see every winter. Oh, oh okay. It has to be yeah, someone yeah. that doesn't see winter in that sense often, which is Claire, who's from Sacramento. Okay. Absolutely fabulous insight. If she brings, if a bachelorette brings me to the state, I just say, okay, that's cool. But it's for someone that grew up in California. (laughs) That's a once in a lifetime opportunity. Okay. I've been sledding thousands of times. I don't, you think, you think I'm going to go crazy about a sledding date? No. I think that was pretty cool. Uh, (laughs) She couldn't ice skate. So that's. That, Who can? That, no, but I'm saying, okay, that's my next question for you is, can you? I can't. I never have, and I never will. But it was like, she was, it was a fish out of water, to your point. Ice skating's very, very hard. Yeah. Okay? I know. I've never done it. I'm scared <laughs> yeah, to do I'm it. I'm just explaining to you, ice skating's very hard. Can I say this? It doesn't, appeal, it doesn't look fun. You just go... When I see people ice skating rinks open wintertime, you just go in a circle. It doesn't ice seem fun. Ice skating just seems way worse than rollerblading. I would have Which to agree. Can't do fun. that either. Yes. I can't do that either. But okay. that's not there. I'm tired of admitting things I can't do. Um, the Cassandra segment. So it was a great first date. Beautiful first yeah, date. Yeah, I mean, if that- Love Juan Pablo. It might have been the first time she's ever seen snow. And if that's the case, it's an instant fall in love situation. Great point. Okay. Cassandra segment. Cassandra, only 21 years old, but had a son. Mm-hmm. Juan Pablo, all about that. If you tell Juan Pablo you have a child- you move up to you move up high in his list because that's the one thing. Instantly, they have something a deep bond, something they can yeah, talk about that they have in common, and mm-hmm. he doesn't have a lot of things in common with these people. So, eventually, she realizes it's hard to be away from your only child when you have like an eight percent chance of finding a mate over the course <laughs> yeah. of three months. So, uh, they kind of mutually agree. He sent her home, but she was expressing a lot of reservations sure. anything on the cassandra segment probably not uh it seemed like there was a lot of single parents there cool to see uh it, it was a little different was there only two there's only still, two that's yeah. still that's a lot that's you include Quan pablo that's three people there with that's three kids. people yeah that's it's more eight. than usual it made for some interesting conversations that's what i was gonna say this it was cool and a little different to see the bond that they they formed across there's like an age it. gap, especially with Cassandra and Juan Pablo, too, yeah. but they were equals when they talked about that. Mm-hmm. Nikki segment. Uh, Juan Pablo took her... It's very weird, the presentation of Nikki on this goat, because she didn't get a ton of screen time, but she won the season. I, I don't know why they did a segment early and then the segment later. I was confused by that. I liked it. This is kind of what I've wanted. A, it was a little more chronological. 
Oh, okay. than the other ones. Because yeah. in the other goat episodes, they wouldn't have told you about Nikki until there's a half hour left in the episode. True. So I didn't, I didn't hate it. But anyway, the, he took her to a one-on-one date in his hometown, Miami, with like six people left, I want to say. Uh, she also, the date was going to her, his daughter's dance recital. His parents were there. Mm. His daughter's mom was there, and oh. they all mingled. Yeah, it could have been dramatic. It wasn't. It was just adults being adults. Unfortunately for the viewer, very <laughs> you hate to see when that I, happens. I was very disappointed. <laughs> I wanted some drinks thrown, but alas. Uh, anyway, Nikki was the one, one of the few who talked all the time about how she was ready to be a mom. Hmm. So I think that really set her apart. And when he when he took her on that date, it should have been obvious that she was going for anything on yeah. Nikki AB. No, she seems sweet. Pediatric nurse. Loves her job. Uh, she seems she great. She wasn't sweet. She was mean. She was mean to the other people in the house. Uh, really? Probably the, probably the villain, along with Claire, I'll say it. Um, <laughs> these Claire two, was the villain, too? Claire, a lot of people didn't like Claire. A lot of people didn't like Nikki. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So the top, two, the top yeah. two were... Who were the favorites? Andy? I think Andy was a huge fan favorite. Obviously, Claire became an icon after her yeah. speech. But before that, I would, have, I would guess that Claire was not super well liked by the viewers okay and i think andy was the favorite and that's why she became the next bachelorette yeah and this next woman charlene this is my favorite bachelor bachelorette whatever contestant ever really i'm serious i love charlene we didn't get enough of charlene on the goat to really get a grasp of what i why you'd think that i have no idea why you'd think that I have that. What you just said, I have written in my notes <laughs> verbatim. They didn't show enough and they didn't show why. So tell me about Charlene. Okay. Number one, she rolled up in a breathtaking dress. Should be noted. Opera singer. <laughs> Love She's that. originally from Canada. She lived in Germany at the time. Here's the main reason why I liked her, but it spills over longer. She got the first impression rose, which they did not show on the goat. Nope. We posted this moment on our Instagram and Twitter and TikTok and what have you at Rosecast Podcast. Did you watch it, AB? Not yet. I would classify this moment as a as a must watch, and that's I even edited it to make it smaller so the longer wow. okay. is even more must watch. Okay, <laughs> she's talking to him. It's not going that great. He leaves in the middle of the conversation. Says, "I'll be right back." She's like, "Okay." The look in her eyes when he leaves is like, "I can't believe." where I'm at in my life right now. What am I doing here? I have no <laughs> connection with him. Her to the camera interviews were like, listen, there's no connection. He's We're forcing it, blah, blah, blah. He goes and gets the first impression, Rose. When she sees that he has the first impression, Rose, he goes, she goes, seriously? And then he presents to her the to first him? impression. To him? She's like, are you serious? Is this a <laughs> bit? Is this my uncanny camera? And he goes, I like, you're very elegant. I like the way that you are. Will you okay. accept this? Yeah. I like the way that you are. There's a compliment in my eyes. That's smooth. <laughs> he goes, will you accept this rose? And Charlene stares at the rose. She doesn't want to take the first impression rose, but you see in real time, she made a, a long-term business, a life-changing <laughs> decision. She could say no and be and done and gone, yeah. disappear forever. Or she could take a deep gulp, which she did, say yes, <laughs> and... Take this road in life. Get some more she, screen time. Yeah. Go down this road and become who she is today, which is like an influential, respected person in Bachelor Nation. And she said, sure. 
she i think she literally said sure and he goes okay <laughs> good deal there's a long pause it was it was unbelievable Any, anyway i got more notes on Sherlyn. she she just was so refreshingly totally honest it's very candid totally candid and did not put on a show did not trick herself into thinking she loved juan pablo when she didn't mm-hmm. um that said she did last a while made it all the way to the week before hometowns i believe she realized i'm not gonna you know she extracted, herself. Yeah. yeah she extracted maximum value from her experience <laughs> i'll put it that way and uh, she basically said i can't introduce you to my family like we got to cut this off yeah that's it they made they made out a lot she she liked him after a while but at first she was like <laughs> oh okay. this is silly yeah I, th- it went back and forth she'd say things like i have no connection with him but i'd love making out with him it was just a, <laughs> her story arc was just fabulous i really liked any questions about charlene I don't think so. No. Okay. Anything on the Zoom? Uh, she seemed to. Th- She's what made me think the language barrier was a bigger deal. Like she said, some interesting stuff in there. Like they just didn't get each other's jokes and stuff. That's why it wasn't yeah. really clicking with them. She seemed very honest, and she appreciated appreciated his honesty. So she didn't seem as out on Juan Pablo as where America and everyone else ended up. She even had a tweet, I think, before this aired, like, very kind, very nice to Juan Pablo, and he re- replied and said, thank blah, blah, So, I don't, she doesn't hate Juan Pablo's guts in the way that a lot of other yeah. people do. I think her vocabulary is probably just too advanced sure. for Juan Pablo. So, yeah, there was a lot of, there was a lot of awkward moments between them, especially, there was one time when he took her to the middle of the soccer field, and he went in for a kiss, and she... This is audio only, but she was like, she pulled, kind of pulled her chin back and like, <laughs> it was like, not good. It was a really bad kiss. And then she goes, can we do a re, she said, can we do like another, can we reshoot? <laughs> she said, can we reshoot? It was like, let's kiss again. So she, you could see Charlene going back and forth between like, oh my God, I hate this. And I got to pl- play along. So why do you, li- I'm still bit. confused why you like her so much. It seems like she was playing she the game and great. doing exactly what we no, hate. No, 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 no. It wasn't. <laughs> she uh. knew right away. <laughs> she didn't have any connection here and she stayed. No, she just fell in love with him a little brand. bit. <laughs> Maybe. But you're it, saying least, she's your favorite ever. Yes. She, AB, a lot of people She was there for all the wrong reasons. No, 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 no. It wasn't furthering <laughs> a brand. It was like. I guess it might have been, but it was just, she was just more honest about it. It w- She just was more honest. And maybe that's why her and Juan Pablo get along. It, if you watch it, you'll be on, you'll be on my side here. Okay. I promise. I promise. All right. Andy segment. My second favorite contestant from the season, Andy Dorfman, future bachelorette. Everything seemed to be going real smooth with these two rim. A lot mm. of the chemistry was there. Connection. Uh, sparks were flying. Sparks were flying. And then, can you explain what happened? It all happened so quick on the GOAT episode. <laughs> it did happen way too quick. They're like, it's okay, like we're two this minutes. is going to be a great uh, uh, fantasy suite. <laughs> we are, she's going to win, is what I thought when I was watching it. Yeah. Even as I yeah. knew, she didn't win. And then it was just like, whoa, you wouldn't believe what happened on my fucking overnight. I couldn't wait to get out of that room. Couldn't wait. What? What hate they didn't his show guts. Was- I hate his guts. <laughs> <laughs> Came close to saying that to the camera. I hate this guy's guts. I almost left in the middle of the night. What they didn't show is Juan Pablo the next morning was like, boy, that went really well. 
Bubba thought it went perfectly. He goes, we laughed and talked for hours. He goes, I didn't know it was going to be this good with Andy. It was a disaster. She... (laughs) I've never seen a quicker turn of heart from someone being out on someone. Yeah, I think. I think. What would you guess happened? Because she is she has not said exactly what has happened, and she says she will not explain it. Now she's writing her third book. Maybe maybe she's saving it. (laughs) I think they're all like tell-all books, aren't they? Basically, she, she. I thought she got in trouble and was exiled from Bachelor Nation after that. Is that Listen, not true? Maybe. I don't know. I feel like she I've told re- secrets read the that book. you're not supposed to tell. I haven't read the book, AB, but she said something in the Zoom that was off-putting. She goes, well, obviously what happens in the fantasy suite is a secret, and she's written books about what happens what in fantasy suites. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I don't know, Andy. It seems a little disingenuous. Anyway, I think what happened was the cameras went away, real Juan Pablo came out, Andy didn't like him as much as she pretended to the whole season realized like this guy is actually terrible. He's very self-absorbed. She said he just talked about himself. He dropped a bunch of names. She said he brought up the fact that he already had a fantasy suite with Claire, which is obviously a no, no. Yeah. People, Juan Pablo says, well, I'm just being honest. You know, I already blah, blah, blah. doesn't matter. Have some decorum in the fantasy suite. As we all know, she said not once. Being honest ask- isn't an excuse for being an no. ass. And that's what she said later. It was like, you yeah. don't have to be, you have to say everything you've ever yeah. done up to this <laughs> point. If I'm yeah. not asking you, it's not. Lo- you don't need yeah. to tell me. There's some, some things, things you don't need to unsaid. tell. Yeah, exactly. She said, "Not once did he ask anything about me. He doesn't care who I was or what I want in life." Yikes! So it's just she just had a terrible time and realized obviously she I'm not going to marry this guy. Notably, said he didn't. He wasn't taking it serious either. Mm-mm. Like the whole situation, this is, he wasn't seriously looking for love, I think is what she was. Yeah. It's how I took that. And that wasn't expressed. That was, I didn't see that. Until that moment, that. it seemed Until like that, at least yeah. what I saw on the go, that was just out of nowhere. Um, What he got on the confrontation itself when she, so the little context was she woke up the next morning, had all those quotes. Then... She didn't confront him until the next day, at least, because he had his fantasy suite with Nikki. Mm-hmm. Then, you know how they used to do those little video messages? So the yeah. final three left a video message for Juan Pablo, and Andy's video message was like, I got to talk to you. Like, <laughs> we got to talk. <laughs> so then she walked up to him, you know, and she <laughs> surprised him. It was pretty sweet. Juan Pablo was like, oh, man, she's upset. <laughs> what he got in the confrontation? It was long. It was very long. I think they showed almost all of it, though. It was good. It was real good. And now it starts with, (laughs) I feel like Juan Pablo is a big time petter and face toucher and, you know, weeping, uh, wiping your, uh, your hair out of your face and and that type of stuff. (laughs) Big into that. Even if the situation does not call for it. Andy is very mad at him. And when she sits down, he like wipes the hair out of her face. Like, yeah. (laughs) He did, little, a, he, he did an eyelash wipe deep in the conversation yeah, when it was clear yeah. that she wanted him dead. Yeah. <laughs> like, Let me he get wasn't that for reading you. the situation. <laughs> you don't pet their face unless you're about to make out. That's not a no. serious conversation move um, there. She uh, she started off, she, she came clean, said, this is what it is. The hint that he didn't wasn't taking it seriously was like, okay, you know, that's fine. You know, that was it. He was just like, okay, yeah. that's fine. You know, I got two hey. others. You know, no big deal. 
<laughs> and I think she, in that moment, decided, all right, that's an unsatisfactory answer. That's not okay. I'm Over- just coming over the top, and I'm going all yeah. in on you right now, yeah. no matter what he says. She just that's let it all out, and it was she's, awesome. You could tell in her head, she's like, I could just get out of here, or I could really fucking yeah, lay exactly. into this guy. Like, that. Exactly. what he just, what I just said to him, and what he said to me, no, 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 no not... <laughs> <laughs> you yeah. know, I kind of want to leave, but I'm no, that's not I'm not going to go out like this. <laughs> it was good. It was really good. Juan Pablo eventually it it devolved into like them bickering about what he means when he says it's OK. I was like, all right, you know, this could end now. But yeah. he did. He did say that. You barely made it. She said something about her being a default, I think, was what yeah. stood out to her as well. And he's trying to explain that he doesn't really he didn't that's not his vocabulary yeah uh, it didn't come off good for you it seemed Juan like Pablo. he was lying i mean yeah. why would she make that up that word she that goes, you word said is very specific and there would be no reason for him to use that word who would use yeah. that word if you didn't know what it means you didn't know, no, no chance. <laughs> why would no you chance. use default my favorite moment was she said, listen, you didn't ask about anything. You don't know what religion I practice. You don't know what my political views are. You don't know what my social views are. You don't know how I want to raise my kids. He goes, I don't know. He, go, he straight up goes, I don't know yeah. any of that stuff. You're right. You should have told me. He goes, you should have told me that. And then later, a couple minutes later, he put it all Asked in like, the religion. He, he, he tried to do the gotcha moment. He goes, what religion am I? And she goes, Catholic. And he goes, uh, uh, yeah, nothing. It, I totally backfired. It was fabulous. That was my favorite moment. And along with that, the car ride. And I don't know how much that of that they showed on the goat, but it was a there was a lot of footage of Andy going off in the van. They didn't show much of that. Okay, she goes. She slams the door. She gets in the car. She looks at the camera. She goes, "He doesn't get it, and he never will." She goes, "It's not a it's not a language barrier. He doesn't it's see it. It's not a language barrier. Period." <laughs> no, I think there was a little bit. And more power to her. I'm not saying this is a negative, but there was a little bit Andy being like, "All right, this is my moment to." This is it. Yeah, is within reach, and I'm going to grab the crown, and she did. No shame there. No shame (laughs) whatsoever. Absolutely none. Like I said, she could have just left, and Ben, it would have been fine. I think she wanted to in some sense, but then she's, (laughs) you know what? Let me. (laughs) This guy's a douchebag. Let me lay into him, become the bachelor, and put him in his place. Bachelorette, and put him in the place. So it's a win-win for everybody. Triple play. It was beautiful. Well done. And that's what makes. That's what made this season. This moment and Claire's moment, uh, in addition to it being a good season overall, these, the way that the wheels fell off, yeah, they came for off Juan Pablo fast was and hard. <laughs> it was crazy. It was a different show when Andy woke up after the fantasy suite. Everything changed. I mean, a lot of seasons end up with The Bachelor maybe making one or two people angry at the end. Usually not even like they're sad, yeah. but they understand it and they all wish each other good luck. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the case with like three or four people here, including no, hate, the winner. Hate his guts to this day. <laughs> they hate him. They don't want to see him do well. Uh, they think he's a bad father, too, <laughs> at the end of the day. Okay. Anything on the Andy's anything on the Andy Zoom? She met. She made one little nugget of reveal, she, I suppose. She re- she made it seem like all the girls would come home from dates and be like, I don't know. I told him all this stuff and <laughs> he wouldn't give me anything. Yeah. <laughs> so that was a new, that was new information. I think. Yeah. That was good information. I like that. Yeah. 
Um, people forget Andy and Chris Harrison were rumored to be in a relationship, AB. I don't know if you heard. There's been rumors with a couple people. Emily Maynard, there was some Ooh. rumors out there. There's Chris is always, I don't know. <laughs> cheek to cheek selfies. Yeah. Type of thing. <laughs> <laughs> Chris likes to act like the dad of the franchise, but he's getting a little no. too close to all no. these people, in my Listen, opinion. I, I've, I read somewhere. I don't think it's true. That's the other thing. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not true. It's probably Smoke not true. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just, wanted to, I just wanted to point that out because his first question was, so are you single? <laughs> so that just played right into that. Anyway, let's take a quick break. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. All right, Claire segment. They did a good job this whole episode as kind of a Claire hype episode. Yes. A lot of Claire segments. Uh, probably a half of the time was Claire stuff, which I enjoyed to get yeah. ready. Here's the thing. I got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> they should have given us. This should have just been a Claire episode, in my opinion. And do the, the Paradise, Paradise and Winter Games. Winter Games. Yes. They could have done half. Juan Pablo and done all this stuff. They could have cut some of the segments, yeah. some of the lesser known uh, people. Maybe you know didn't do a couple of the zooms and yeah, done no like kidding. half half Juan Pablo and then gave us the Claire uh, the rest of her bachelor story. I would have liked totally that. Agree. I do like that they they really focused on her. I just wish they would have given us even more Claire getting ready for the season. Totally agree. I also think. I've got at the end of this, we'll. I've got some more. The whole goat series was just a missed opportunity in my eyes, but we'll get to that at the end. There was a lot of Claire. They this was the most effective for what they wanted to accomplish with yeah. a goat episode, and that's prop Claire up, which they did. So I think they, they showed basically all the positive footage from Claire. They didn't show when she fought with Nikki, they didn't show when she said things that made her look bad later. They showed like every good thing from mm-hmm. Claire on the show, which was smart. Um, Claire and Juan Pablo had a ton of one on one time, a ton. After a group date at one point, she went over to his place and basically had another one-on-one date. They went into the ocean together. A lot of hot tub time. She was the first to get a second one-on-one, I believe. Okay. They showed this the night of her overnight date. She told him she was falling in love with him. One Pablo said, you said you had a block of ice for a heart. You know, she said, you know, you melted that one Pablo. These two were on track to be married, have babies the whole nine. She wanted it. No hesitation. She said it. I'm ready to have babies with them and take the next step. Those were words from her mouth. Yes. She's in love. The helicopter comment. 
first, how was this not on camera? I don't understand how Where the cameraman is, disappeared you in show the helicopter. Up. It's not even just... I don't care about the camera. It doesn't have to be on camera. But the audio... They have headsets on. Where's the audio? Who has the audio? Someone has the audio. And the video. They, These are lost All tapes. of this exists somewhere. Maybe they decided, oh, we don't want to show this because it's so disrespectful. Maybe this, they decided this makes better TV. But it sure seemed to me like... The audio would have helped. Neither here nor there. Not important. It was good TV, regardless. Anyway, Juan Pablo said something gross when the cameras were off. She built it up, built it up, built it up. And what he said, I think met the expectations yeah. she put to it. The reaction <laughs> like, she had? Yeah. Uh, exactly what it should have been. Absolutely. She was abhorred by this. Absolutely appalled by this. This is the second time where things flip in a heartbeat. <laughs> things go from great to, okay, this is irreconcilable here. We can't, There's nothing yeah. we can do. There's no... There's no... <laughs> this can't be reconciled. There's no way we are going to continue this relationship at all there's no way (laughs) it was watching the episode the season it came out of nowhere i I gasped she goes we were going up in the helicopter you wouldn't believe what this motherfucker said to me i can't but i'm still reeling from this the sentence he said to me when the audio was up she goes he could have said a sweet thing to me they're landing to go to this like lover's lookout point type thing they're landing the helicopter could have said something great to me you know maybe we're getting married or engaged tomorrow he didn't that night, Juan Pablo and Claire spend some time together in her suite. As did they go tradition. about their day? Did they do their day date? They didn't just, show it. Oh, okay. they didn't show it. So she explained what was happening, what happened when they landed the helicopter. Then they showed them walking up the little thing, the mountain, the hill. Yeah, or whatever. that's what they showed them. And the then that was too. it. Okay. I didn't know if they did a day date still no. after. <laughs> okay. No. Um. So Claire, Claire's big concern, based on what Pablo said, Juan Pablo said, was that he only saw their relationship as physical. Because uh, he yeah. made a comment about them hooking up and not a comment about how he wants to, you know, I'm going to spend my life with you. <laughs> something along those lines. I, I uh, love something yeah. specific about your personality. Said it was purely a physical attitude from Juan Pablo. So that was what she was concerned about. They showed, that, to my surprise, AB, they showed this whole discussion in her suite. Juan Pablo and Claire. Yeah reckoning with it what did you think of this discussion and how claire kind of came back around he's just he i think some of the women touched on this too but uh i mean chris asked them how did everyone fall for him and i think it, he's a smooth talker is the he's a playboy with games yeah he you know he says the right things you know he's a he's a great looking guy. He's got a, a sexy accent that makes you feel a certain way. It makes me feel a certain way, Rim. That accent <laughs> is great. I think okay? he gets away with a lot. He gets away. A lot of times he'd say the wrong thing. No, but it yeah, sounded it doesn't. Good. It sounds great. The <laughs> yeah. way when he said the Bachelor, when he was saying the Bachelor, and he says it in his accent. Wow, incredible, <laughs> incredible, Rim. Okay, so he says the stuff, and he's got the accent going, and he's beautiful, and it's easy for him to smooth things over, and I yeah. think he was saying the things that Claire really wanted to hear. You know, yeah. I don't think she wanted to end the relationship right there, so he assured her that she was basically the winner. So I don't blame her for taking him back in that situation. She thought she would had gotten the assurance that she's the winner, 
maybe that he didn't mean what he said. He acted like he didn't remember. He acts like he doesn't remember yeah. stuff too, which <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's just he has he knows how to weasel his way out of situations, and I think there's a lot of things that play into that. Of course, there is there are a lot of things. It's he's gotten away with it. It's he's the bachelor, so He's in the power. Trissa had a good he's comment. In, he has he's the power. In, everyone is like position. pining for his attention. Yeah. Everyone wants him to be good. If you love someone, you don't want to admit that you've made the mistake. Like you fell in love with us. Yeah. So you're going to give them the benefit of the doubt of the doubt, which is all that she did. I don't blame her at all for what for, you know, allowing herself back into that situation. I think it'd be very easy to do that. The pressure cooker. Yeah. How far you are, what you've been thinking about this whole time. She wants the she's so dead set on the fairy tale that you know, he didn't say a lot of things in this moment that I think reassured that he liked her for who she was. Like you mentioned, he said a lot of things that reassured that she was going to win. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. we're gonna have a you know, if, if I pick you, we're gonna have a baby in a year. And that yeah. boom, like that takes her to a place yeah. where she looks past all this stuff. Um do you have anything? Else? She got sweet talked. Period. She got she sweet talked. Talk. Can't blame her. No, that's what he does. That's, that's why the season was fascinating to yeah. watch this stuff. Be like, I can't believe they this is happening. invited a playboy to be their bachelor. Yeah. Okay. I can't believe that. He, I cannot believe he was the bachelor. Even <laughs> given the context, he has no of qualities. You, I can't believe are, he was the bachelor. He had no endearing qualities to him. He did not have the. And I guess he's a dad. That's. Uh, I, yeah. I. But. What do we even know about him? Well, he was he lived in Miami. He worked in like sports consulting. His office was in the Miami Marlins Stadium. There's footage of Jose Fernandez early on, rest in peace. Oh, he had like R. a P. cool Miami job. Probably made a lot that of money. Fits into the Miami Playboy yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thing stereotype. I'm saying from the beginning. <laughs> yeah. Do you have anything on the on the Caitlin and Trista Zoom AB? Uh no. The two zooms that were after this before claire's were completely unnecessary to me i agree caitlin said he was the worst bachelor ever uh not what america wants to see in a man that's agreed uh nothing nothing these were these were pander zoom these were yeah. let's bring on people bring you on like to say people. bad things yeah. about people you don't like mm-hmm. it, it worked i think tristan made a good point which we mentioned People go on the show and they think this guy's the bachelor. I should like him. So it clouds your judgment a little bit. And especially if they're charming like him. It's yeah. easy. Proposal day in quotes because there's no proposal. Spoiler alert. <laughs> um, Claire says it's been the perfect version of her fairy tale. She once had a ring on her finger today. So she gives this big soaring speech to Juan Pablo about how she's wanted to be here the whole time. They have something special. And she says, I believe in you. Okay. This AB of all the I've seen a lot of seasons now. This was by far the best moment, not by far, but this was the best moment I've ever seen on the franchise ever. This was awesome. I agree. And I, I don't even really you. like yeah. I don't even really like Claire on the season for most of the time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But this was awesome. What'd you make? They showed the whole thing. What'd you make of this? Given a little more context, given a little more context for what you saw happen to Incredible. that point. Claire lays her heart on the line. Juan Pablo is just like, it's just not, just not you. So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. And the problem here that I think really set Claire off is they were at a fork in the road, right? After the, after the comment on the, 
helicopter, she was out. And if you wanted to get rid of me and you didn't think I was the one, you should have done that then instead of assuring me that I'm basically the winner. And talking about Sacramento and babies. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. talking about Sacramento. That's what really set her off. And it's completely understandable. Yeah, that for sure. You know, it wasn't it wasn't the comment, the helicopter comment that made her. No, just go off here. It, It was it was that it was making her believe that their life together is going to begin the next mm-hmm. day. And combined with that, his reaction to her big speech, like you said, he just kind of was like nothing shrugged and said, mm. you know, got to yeah, say goodbye. Well, yeah. We're going to say goodbye now. <laughs> he just didn't care. The last two episodes of the season revealed that he did not care. The yeah. Claire and Andy moments were like, Oh, he, he's here to just have a good time. Yeah. He's not, not find a wife. He's not here. And, and the Nikki portion, which we'll touch on. Oh, the Nikki portion was yeah. maybe even better. It's the very goal. clear. He had no desire. He had no interest in getting engaged. Zero interest. <laughs> it's not something he was interested in. He wanted to be the bachelor, become famous, and maybe come out with a girlfriend. Maybe. maybe. But if not, it's okay. <laughs> I, I'd i seen the clip, obviously, but I hadn't seen the season. When yeah. I watched this and when this came around... It was somehow even better because it was the hose was pinched or it was like a bottle that has been shaken up and you pop the top and it sprayed. It was just the the release. These two moments were such a release for both them and a viewer that it was like, wow, that was. And and I totally forgot that he said, whew, I'm yeah. glad I didn't pick <laughs> Whoa, her. Glad I didn't dodge the bullet there. <laughs> that was that. I burst out laughing when he said that. He just leaned all the way in on being the worst possible guy. Yep. Like like Chris said, went from something to heal. He went from hero to heal or yeah. something, and yep. it was amazing. Do you have anything on the Deanna and Becca Zoom? No. Just another time killer, AB? Well, I don't just know going why this notes. was here. Why did know. you bring these two in? This should have been just move on to Claire. You even could have done a quick Claire segment and then done the rest of her storyline. <laughs> Come on. Come on. Come on. Nikki segment. Let's run through this, because... It doesn't matter. Then we're going to act like Becca's one of the best bachelorettes. Is that Chris is acting like she's on the Mount Rushmore? He said that's a that's, slap that in the is, face. She that, just that, broke that, up. That, that, that is blasphemous. <laughs> she's Stephen not. Hay. She isn't the best bachelorette in any sense of the word. Great girl, love Becca. She picked a, <laughs> and it didn't end up in the end <laughs> working because he. Come on, all right, all right. her whole season was. <laughs> Her season was not that great. No, but it wasn't that great because there was off-screen stuff that yeah. we knew about the person that she was going to pick. The hey. whole season had a dark cloud over it. Hey, so right, saying she's the <laughs> Mount Rushmore of Batsarets is a damn joke, Rim. <laughs> okay, okay? That was a good. You said you nailed that joke. You go damn <laughs> joke. That was a good joke. Hey, bring the mood back. I have. I've seen like eighteen seasons now. I have a. Power rankings. Oh, can't leads. wait for that. Where will Becca end up? Okay, the stay bottom. tuned for the. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I like Becca. She just it, there's too much outside stuff going on with her season, and then she didn't end up with the person. Nikki segment. Nikki's in love with Juan Pablo. I B. I think she was in love with him until the very moment he finished his speech to her. Yeah, and picked up that rose. <laughs> At that moment, she realized, uh-oh. Everyone has their uh-oh moment with Juan Pablo, where they realize, uh-oh, 
Uh, this guy isn't who I thought he was. <laughs> it's a switch. It's a, a switch. switch flips. And it's and instantly, it's like, you, everything's you can see different. it on her face. She's like, oh, everything is different now. This is not what I expected. AB, in the, after the final rose, she was in the Juan Pablo sunken place. There's no other way to put <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> she was like, I'll talk more about it at the end. But anyway, the non-proposal proposal, Juan Pablo says he could see her as a good stepmom for Camilla. He tells her he has a ring in his pocket, but he's not 100% sure. He he used her dad saying you better be 100% sure as an excuse to not yeah. propose. Um, and then he said, I like you a lot. And he it was that moment was so weird because he never spoke like that on the season. <laughs> um, and then he offers a final rose. They have an aggressive makeout. He does not propose and he does not say, I love you. Any other comments on the Nikki moment or her Zoom? Nikki was very excited to be married and engaged. And that was completely that dream was shattered in that moment. (laughs) Do you have anything? We'll talk about the after the final rose after. Do you have anything on her Zoom or Claire's Zoom? You know, the last two Zooms of the series. Uh. Nikki was just in a bad place with Juan Pablo. She was stuck. She, I think she still liked him and he was public enemy number one. So she's trying to defend him. But again, he's not a good guy. So he's not really, I don't think he was ever really trying to, you know, get married. So she's just in a really bad place there. She made a good point. She thought everyone was going to be really excited for her in Juan Pablo. Imagine you, get, I never think of that. I never think yeah, of that when people hate the lead. Point. I never think that the the person who the lead picks that everyone everyone hates the lead is left out in the cold. And like she's no still one in is love on with their them. side. And yeah. imagine going there and people are booing this guy you love and basically not excited for you either as <laughs> no. the winner. Complete afterthought <laughs> yeah. is you. Yeah, I I never think about that. So that, that was, was a great I, point. Was a good point. Yeah. Um, anything on the Claire Zoom? Without spoiling anything about the season of The Bachelorette? Uh, I liked how she said she's excited for the bubble aspect of the show because she gets rid of the people that are just there for the experience. It won't completely. There's still going to be people there for the wrong reasons. We know that. We know that. Okay? (laughs) We know this. (laughs) But at least it's not, you know, the the experience won't be as good. You know, you're not going to be traveling a once in a lifetime travel situation to all these different places. So you might it'll be more about getting to know people, less about maybe, you know, the experience. I like that. That was my main takeaway as well. I was a little disappointed. Yeah. Ten episodes of a 30 hours of Bachelor TV, this special once in a lifetime event concocted by AB. Mm-hmm. And they ended it with a. a a, a tour, a, a laptop tour of, <laughs> of Claire's suite tour, at La Quinta yeah. Resort. It was like, this is how we're really ending this. I will say, I did kind of tear up when Chris said like goodbye to his son. Yeah, that's what that this was nice. felt like a summer. It felt like summer school, not summer vacation. It felt like a summer school. I feel like there's bonding between those two. Yes, this is a once in a lifetime experience for those two, and it was beautiful to see a son and a father uh, bond like that. I, listen, Period. the kid didn't. The kid didn't say anything. He looked like a hostage every time he turned to the camera. <laughs> but I guarantee that this was like a beautiful experience for I, Chris I and his son. Both of them. Period. Both of them. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, let's talk quickly about some things they didn't show, specifically after the final rose. 
Juan Pablo did himself zero favors on After the Final Rose, okay? I went into that thing and, all right, is he going to redeem himself? No, he did the opposite. He doubled down to a point, to a degree that I respected almost. <laughs> now, in the moment, I watched this. Hadn't watched you the watched season. You watched After the Final Rose? No. It, back then, I had not seen the season. This shit was sweeping America. It was hysteria. You know, I like hysteria's rim. Yeah, yeah, It was yeah, a yeah. hysteria. Juan Pablo hysteria. <laughs> so I watched After the Final Rose, okay? Okay, that's amazing. To see what it was about. And it's... <laughs> That shit was awkward. I don't remember everything about it. I just remember how yeah. awkward it was and how Chris Harrison hated his guts, which I've never okay. seen before. Hated These his two, guts. They hated each other. Yeah. Chris Harrison and Juan Pablo, it was the tension in the air was very real. <laughs> These two hated each other. Juan, Chris Harrison asked a question, a simple question. Juan Pablo would go on and on and on, yammering on, and Chris would be like, he'd try to get it back on track. He'd say something. Yeah. Because we're running a live television show here, Juan mm -hmm. Pablo. Like, I have time constraints. He'd say something. He'd be like, oh, can I finish? Can I finish, Chris Harrison? Like, stop interrupting. <laughs> He's like, dude, you can, you don't just get to You're talk for 20 anything. minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The crowd, I wouldn't say they were bloodthirsty. It was, this was seven years ago or whatever. The crowd wasn't bloodthirsty. They were... There was a lot of groaning going on. The Bachelor Nation has become more rabid yes. over the years. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Go to Peter's mom getting booed out of the room. <laughs> Come on. The crowds now are deservedly so. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um Craig, now one thing that I didn't love was Chris Harrison, Juan Pablo and Nikki are out there. Chris Harrison asked probably five times. Do you love him? Juan Pablo, do you love, love Nikki? Her? Yeah. It was just like he's not gonna say it. He's not saying it. Now, I understand Juan Pablo in that moment was like the distillation of everything women hate about men he really was the most hated man in america so they gave him the business all right they put his feet to the fire but at the same time like you knew the answer he was never gonna say and it's nikki i love you it puts nikki in a bad situation too like it makes her look silly it makes her look that. it made her look silly she was sitting there the whole time she i felt horrible for her in the yeah. moment i remember feeling horrible for her and to this day as i as i watch this she's in a no-win situation she's in it's embarrassing for her uh, and Chris didn't help that, but Chris no. had to lay into the sky cause he hated him and had he's to. fucking with they his franchise. <laughs> so it's time other. to come at him. At one point, Juan Pablo goes, Chris, I respect you, but he said it in a way that was like, I don't he respect totally you. did not mean <laughs> yeah. it at all. No. Yeah. yeah. I've got a couple other notes here. They're not worth, they're not worth mentioning. Just some random. Here are my final reflections on the goat series. AB. Quickly, this was a total missed opportunity. Absolutely. The structure of these shows was meant for people who had already watched the season. I think that from the jump was a big mistake. It should have been for people who haven't seen the season. Mm -hmm. My preferred presentation would have been a condensed version of the season, three hours, all the main storylines start to finish, chronological order, no Chris, no Chris's basement, just show the season. The Zoom interviews, I wouldn't have minded those if they were online, social-only content. Sure. Supplementary sure. content. You know, it was good to see them, but you're eating up valuable. Mm -hmm. They ate up an hour of every episode. It was dumb. Um, plus, they focused way too much on recent seasons. Yeah, that's a fact. They did the first two seasons, season one and season one, and then they didn't do like anything else from the 2000s. They skipped like 15 of the middle seasons. I'm glad this happened because it forced me to watch a lot of old seasons. The Zoom interviews, I feel a stronger connection to the wide shot of the franchise than I did before. 
Yeah, there's a lot of stuff we hated about it and we would have done differently, but even the Zoom calls, I still enjoy catching up with those people with Bachelor Nation and I'm not going to dislike it. It was, I liked it. I had a good time. Are you only saying this because it was literally your idea and you're not going to admit that it was a bad one? Uh, It wasn't a bad idea. They just didn't perform it properly. Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. Great idea. Poor execution. Yeah. I'm not sure it needed to be three hours either. I don't. I'm not sure anything should be three hours in the in this day and age. It's too. It, it's hard to keep everyone's attention for that long in one sitting. I agree. Sorry, two hours is max. Yeah. And you the want me to sit there for that. like a long ass movie every Monday? I don't know. Too long. It's a good point. See, to me, that felt like a breeze because I watched yeah. <laughs> 23 hours leading up to, to prepare for these. But uh, OK, you want to do the power, my power rankings, AB, now that I've seen 18 seasons of this show? Yeah, I'm excited. So this is both you're given Bachelor and Bachelorette in two separate lists or are they all together? One list. One, one list. long list. One list. This is rankings of leads, not how much I enjoyed the seasons. That's a totally different thing. Number 18, Juan Pablo. Yeah. Up until the last two episodes of his season, I would have had him ahead of the next person, which is Peter. <laughs> I would have had him. I had him. Ahead, and, and in fact, I still went back and forth. Remember how many bad decisions Peter made? Yeah. They're just unbelievable. Number 18, Juan Pablo. Then Peter, Ari, Nick Vile, number 14 overall lead, Becca. I've, I can't disagree <laughs> with anything you've said so far. <laughs> number 13, Brad Womack. 12 Colton this, just made that flip this in my is head. A good number list. 12 is Colton thank you number it's I put a lot of time in it like I do all my lists number 12 is Colton number 11 Jason Mesnick now we're getting into like good leads good leads and I'm all the way down yeah. at 11 okay number 11 Jason Mesnick number 10 Emily Emily is lower than you might expect I wouldn't think expect about who that em- think about who Emily's final two were Jeff and Ari Bad final two. Yeah. Bad, final Bad judge two, of okay. men. <laughs> yeah. Number nine, Brad Womack season two. Do you Have think I we're said a little Brad hard Womack? on Ari? I feel like he didn't really do. I feel like, did we, are, are we needing too hard know. on Ari overall? What did he actually do? He broke up with his final choice and on, and then married and had a child with his second choice. Yeah, but he found love. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's, on paper, it's not that bad, but. And he was just—I don't know—I didn't. I, I, I didn't mean, think I he was for, a great lead. Yeah, the moment the Becca when he went to her house or wherever they were at, and that whole yeah. thing was cringe. E. Yeah. Okay. Loved it. So never mind. I I I, uh, I retract. What you I retract what I said there. <laughs> Carry on. Brad Womack two is number nine. Did I say Brad Womack one earlier? He no, was you just said third. Brad Womack, but I get Sorry, you. Now. Brad Womack season one is number thirteen. Okay. Brad Womack season. Two is number nine. Okay. Pretty good. That's good. Should have been higher, but I'm pandering to our female audience by putting all the batch ups really high. Okay. Number eight, JoJo. Wow. That's fine. Listen, we're in the good. That's not bad. There's been a lot of leads. Wow. <laughs> okay. Number seven. Okay. I'm going to keep going. You're not going to be able to tell me who to put JoJo ahead of. That's a thing. Okay. Number eight, JoJo. Number seven, Trista. Okay. Six, Caitlin Bristow. Funny. Five, Sean Lowe. Number four, Grocer Joe Rim. No, I'm just kidding. That's from the old. <laughs> that's from the old power rankings. Number four, Hannah, as a lead. She had the big Luke blowouts. She was funny. 
charismatic. Your question in this one. Okay. You asked me who I'd put JoJo ahead of, and I think it's the. Yeah, I think, the, I think you've right. reached the yeah. point, and I'm. I, it's a joke that you put Sean Lowe behind her. An absolute joke. A joke, and it makes me not even want to hear Sean- the rest of your list, frankly. <laughs> Sean Lowe being behind Hannah as the, as a lead yeah. is a joke. He was. I don't know why yeah. Sean Lowe's this low. I should have. I should have been outraged when you said that. I can't okay. believe he's not one or two. Okay. Can't believe it. So and you're putting Ben ahead of him. <laughs> That's that's just that's just you like a guy more. He's not a that's better right, lead. That's kind of what He's it not is. A better is I, like lead. <laughs> I know. Okay. Can I tell you? I'll be dead serious with you. I put way more thought into the bottom like five <laughs> than the top five. The top five I kind of threw out there. I'm I can't my believe I just let you skim over Sean Lowe five. <laughs> Sean an Lowe obvious five. best bachelor of all time. <laughs> Sean Lowe five. Number four, Hannah. <laughs> Number three, number three, Ben. Number two, Rachel. Number one, Allie. I mean, the top five were just kind of, you can reshuffle those any way you want. <laughs> anyway, so that's it. Okay. Wasn't worth the wait. Um, let's do a quick mailbag, then wrap up, AB. We didn't have a mailbag question, but a couple people have some texts that I thought were worth reading. Dee from Arizona. I went back and listened to your recaps of Nick's season some time ago. Thank you. I, too, have come around on Nick quite a bit recently. I think they chose this one for the GOAT episode because of all the great women, like you mentioned. Nick did a review of his season, of his own season, with a series of podcasts and videos with 10 of his women, including Vanessa and Jen Saviano. That A lot of people have mentioned part of the reason why these GOATs aren't as groundbreaking is because these people are doing their own recaps of their own season and revealing way more information oh. on podcasts That's interesting. than they are on Zooms. Thank you, Didi. Maybe this is for you, Sarah from Durham, North Carolina. Who's the ultimate ghost goat host, Chris Harrison or TJ Lavin? Chris uh, Harrison's suits are classic, but Tej constantly roasts quitters. Yeah. Make sure the game is safe and bounce back from a coma without missing a season. People forget that. People forget that uh tj lavin easy it's not even close not even close uh he (laughs) yeah she said it all he roasts the quitters he keeps the integrity of the challenge by being there he's respected you you don't see like chad johnson checked chris harrison that wouldn't happen to tj he doesn't get checked by anybody he's the he's the, the the top dog there i would love for tj to host <laughs> the, the Bachelor, bachelor franchise. Yeah. Bachelor Bachelorette. I would love for TJ to wear a suit and stare at people who misbehave. TJ wouldn't sell out like that. You'll never catch TJ in a suit. Never that. Yeah, that's true. He wouldn't sell out. Jenny, thank you, Whitney. Jenny from Placerville, or I think it's Placerville, California. Just a few notes on Big Brother, AB. I've only watched a couple seasons, but this is particular, particularly complicated season to watch, so don't feel bad, Rem. Are we going to... All the players... Yeah, sorry to cut you off. Are we going to have another twenty-minute bachelor? Probably <laughs> <segment> not here. <laughs> Probably <laughs> not. Until Big Brother. No, hold on. Don't brother, feel bad, Rim. All these players have so much history that I'm constantly feeling lost. Also, all of the comps have been won by one side of the house so far, so it's not super obvious where people's loyalties lie. That was your, your main point. It might have been off camera last week. Like AB said, it'll get more interesting when someone in another alliance win head of household. Let's hope it happens soon. Regarding David, interesting point, AB. 
Regarding David, he was the first eliminated last season because of a twist in which he lost a surprise competition and was immediately evicted. It was not based on a vote. It's sad to see that he is doing so badly because I was really excited to see him actually play the game. So you implied it was... Someone told me that. Obviously, well, I didn't watch it. No, obviously. I, we just set the record straight. David was not voted out by... Why'd they invite him nef- back? Nefarious white people. He, was, he lost the game immediately. No, here's, here's what I'm talking about here, Rim. This is an article. Why would he be an all-star if there wasn't some sort of controversy with him getting eliminated? Uh, he might not have he might not have gotten eliminated because of that, but let me read you something here, Rim. All right. Quick search. Are you reading this to me or are you doing this on the show? Show. In All response. Right. Put it in the mic. During night two of the Big Brother season 21 premiere... Four house guests were selected for potential elimination in a way that did not sit well with viewers on Twitter. Ooh. Okay. David Alexander, Kemi, I don't, I, Faconle, I'm probably butchering that. The show's Mm. only two black contestants were selected, as was Latina plus size model Jessica Milagros and Cliff Hogg, the show's oldest contestant. Um, How were they selected? Jackson chose David Alexander and Kemi, the show's only two black contestants. Viewers were not thrilled by the apparent bias in these choices and took to Twitter to make their voices heard. Mm. So that's why that's probably Big Brother's response. This to is their response that night now, of angry tweets. Yeah, yeah, I don't think what you're saying is he, he wasn't the one eliminated out of the two black people. So the, probably the other guy got eliminated. But it sounds like he was on the block right from the jump. For no other reason than he was black. Maybe. In a lot of people's minds, at least. Sure, and that, sure, And there sure, was sure. outrage online, which is what pushed him. There's no other reason. Why would he be on All-Stars, you know? It didn't make sense to me. Why would he yeah. be on All-Stars if he got eliminated first? There was obviously some other stuff going on there. Well, anyway, I'll, I'll end it this way. I was watching Big Brother the last couple episodes, and I made the decision... This is just going to be a show I watch now for the rest yeah, of my I'm life. Yeah, I'm watching forever. I, I this like is it. a lifelong... This is, I'm not going anywhere, folks. <laughs> I like it. I like I the like rhythm. It. I like what's going on. I like it. I like that it's an hour. I'll tell you what. Yes. Three hours in one sitting is bad? Yeah. You give me one hour episodes, I can pop those out, you know. And it's not, it's only, it's only three episodes a week. Yeah. And it's something to look forward to for a long period of time. I wish it was more. I wish it was more than, yeah, I wish it was almost every day. That's, they do a good job. Three's a good number because I'm still wanting more. If you did more, I probably wouldn't want more. And there's a regular rhythm to it. You know, the evictions are on Mm -hmm. what Thursday, the, the how to household competition Sunday. It's just, it's got a good rhythm. Do you have a headline of the week? Uh, yeah. I thought we're talking big brother more, frankly, but sure. I can give you a headline. (laughs) Let me just say this. What say happened what in the last couple episodes? Number one, Ian. You want to talk about he put oh, he's me laying, to, he, he's laying in the cut. The guy. And when he was talking before Kaser got eliminated, when he's explaining the game, he was talking stuff. He, he was talking stuff. I didn't even I haven't even can't even comprehend. He understands <laughs> yeah, the Ian. game so much. <laughs> Ian is a snake in the grass waiting. He's the smartest guy there. He knows everything that's yeah. going on. Who's going to put Ian on the block? Nobody. Nobody. 
And by the time that possibility emerges, he will have firmed up a big time. Yeah, he'll alliance. be the head of another yeah. alliance. Yeah. yeah, I'm not worried about what Ian happened at all. these last couple episodes. Really sold me on the season and this show in general. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's a good show. Anyway, uh, this is from Us Weekly uh, or UsMagazine.com. Juan Pablo slams Mike Fleiss. I always love a good when someone lays into Mike Fleiss's ass. Juan Pablo slams Mike Fleiss, Chris Harrison over Bachelor re-air. Some people like honesty, in quotes. I thought you were going with some people still know how business is done. <laughs> some, <still> <laughs> some people still know. Um, and then it goes into some tweets that Juan Pablo had or comments. Uh, some people like honesty. Some people don't. Okay, uh, in this show, he tweets at Mike Fleiss, the, the scumbag. He told me to be myself, and then he didn't like my honesty. Chris Harrison didn't like it either. Got frustrated when he tried to tr- when he tried me to say words I didn't mean. Okay, you well, either play- that would be an issue. Yeah, it's an issue. Yeah. <laughs> you either play their game or are true to yourself. I decided to be true to myself. Period. Rim. um all right (laughs) no well here's here's the thing about big brother i think i read more about it (laughs) not about the david thing i don't i just want to yeah clear it clear it up the the four people got put up for elimination it sounds like it does not seem like it was a normal you know two on the block situation four people were put up for something and then they had a competition so th- the two blacks yes. and the latino person and the old guy all got put onto the block and then one of them had to go home and then david was the person that lost that competition to go home so they had a four-person competition the other three uh, it was it was what is it called it's a purge on the challenge yeah, where yeah, the yeah, loser yeah. gets sent home so pe- right. people were mad about him so that that was the controversy, and that's why he's on this show. Gotcha. You don't need to explain yourself to me. I, I'm with you. I just want to explain it to you. all the You're viewers. That was a good email, <laughs> uh, but I wanted to clear up what I had heard because I someone had told me that I couldn't. Yeah, you know. I get you. I'm with you. I'm with you. Hey, we like Big Brother. No two love Big no Brother. Two ways no getting no around two ways that. All right. Um. That's all we have. Thanks for your headline of the week, AB. I don't remember what it was. It seemed very... Some people know how to do business. (laughs) Some (laughs) people know how business is done. Um, The Bachelorette premieres Tuesday, October 13th, as several people have pointed out. It's on Tuesdays because of Dancing with the Stars. Is that it? Or is it Monday Night Football? It's probably Monday Night Football also. Okay. Um, You can't... Nobody's beating the Chiefs this year. Certainly not Bachelorette. Okay. (laughs) Um, a quick note: Carol Baskin is on Dancing yeah, with the Stars. I find that absolutely we abhorrent. Just, um, <laughs> it's unbelievable. This is, you know, before OJ really got in trouble for what he did. This would be like having OJ on Dancing with the Stars. Well, it's like everyone knows they killed someone. The, there is a comp, and it's Ray Lewis. Now, Ray Lewis was not found guilty of every anything just like the same way Carol Baskin Carol has hasn't either. But Ray, yeah. but Ray Lewis had a Hall of Fame football career in between when that occurred and when he was on Dancing with the Stars. Carol Baskin is only famous because she probably 
Everyone thinks she killed it, whacked her husband. That's the only reason she has enduring relevance. It's not because she was wacky on a documentary series. That's why she's still famous. And they know that. They know what they're doing. Interestingly, CBS has is airing, I think on the same night or soon, a a deep dive report with new information about Carol Baskin on like 48 (laughs) hours or some show like that at the same time. Like there's games being played here on the corporate I don't network understand level. why there hasn't been an investigation. <laughs> we haven't. I don't know if we've talked about. Did we talk about Tiger King on air somewhere? Yeah, we did. We did on a regular. We both feed. think she yes. did it. Everyone thinks she did it. Of course. Uh, of course. Why, if Allegedly. everyone knows something, why is this, there not anything being done? Don't even get me started on the. It seemed like a good cast. That's the thing. Hey. <laughs> it's, Dancing it's with the cast. Stars cast looks good. Do you watch Selling Sunset? Nope. Never heard of okay. it. Okay. Chriselle from Selling Sunset is on. I like Chriselle a lot. Mm-hmm. I like Selling Sunset a lot. Not because of the people on it, but because of the real estate. But that's neither here nor there. So, yes. Uh, we'll be back then. AB, you don't know this, but we may have a little bonus episode next week. I need to confirm that with you. So, stay tuned for that. On what? With a, with another uh, podcast. So, we'll, we'll talk a little more about Claire's season, mm-hmm. Juan Pablo, Bachelorette, the other thing that has to do with Claire's season that we're not going to say here because it's a spoiler, maybe some other shows. Who knows? I'll tell you what. I'm excited for Claire's season. I'm ready. I've been sleepwalking oh. through the goat seasons because I haven't been I loving tell. it. Yeah, you know that. I'm ready yeah. to, you know, give it my all again here, Rim. Wow. <laughs> okay. Ready to give Thanks it my for all. admitting you haven't been. AB does that all the time. At the end of a season, AB always says, listen, I promise next season I'm going to try. No. No, I'm I've never. Care. I have never and I never would sleepwalk through a flagship show, Rim. No, never that. No. Not that. That's true. I know AB very well. He's not lying I'm to a, you right now. I'm, I'm going to get back into what I do. It's <laughs> yeah. watching it two, two times. More notes than ever. These are guarantees. I've been sleeping through the goat episodes. I'm sorry. They haven't been. The goat episodes stunk. Yeah. They (laughs) They stunk. They haven't done it for me. (laughs) They stunk. Thanks for listening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.